Welcome back to I'm Trying the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feigels, and it's a pleasure, as always, to have you here listening. If you're new, welcome. If you're an OG, welcome back. I am so excited to have you here listening today. We have a solo episode, life rambles, catch up, all the things, all the feels. And yeah, just to set the scene, I suppose, it is a sunny, beautiful Sunday in Austin, Texas. One of those days that just like the vibes are high. The vibes are immaculate on like a sort of all around level. But I personally just feel a little like detached from it all. And I don't know if this you might relate, but it's just this feeling of I don't know, almost seeing all the beauty and all the good and all the happy, high energy happening around you, but just personally feeling a bit aloof from it, as though you're not fully immersed in it, you're not partaking in it, and not in necessarily a bad way, but just in a detached, like that's the best word I can think to describe it, and so it's just been an odd day, (laughs) trying to sort through my feelings, my emotions, I think I'm just feeling a lot right now. Maybe I'll blame it on the full moon and Leo happening. (laughs) But truly, no, I don't know. It just seems like a lot's coming through. And I'm trying to be compassionate and patient with myself and just sort of work through it and move through it and not distract or dissociate or get too caught up and start spiraling in it. Just sort of free floating. I don't know. (laughs) But it's, it's been a common experience for me in these past few weeks and that's kind of what I wanted to touch on a bit today but I just feel as though this is such an odd and interesting time of year it feels as though a lot is in limbo there's a lot of uncertainty there's a lot of shifts happening or shifts desiring to be happening (laughs) there's just so much to consider and I think it's sort of that in between time in which you know all the festivities of the holidays and actual winter are over but we're not really quite close or to spring yet and so it's this odd in between time and I know when I lived in Pennsylvania and actually had to be in the cold and snow February was honestly the hardest month for me because it just felt sort of like a black hole And I I don't mean for that to be so negative, but like, honestly, that's what it felt like. And since moving to Austin, it obviously helps to have nicer weather. But still, it just something about the energy just always seems so particular this this season of life. And so I don't really know what's in store, but it does feel as though shifts are happening. I think January was a very trying time for myself and maybe some of you listening as well. I just, I had a lot of things that I thought were going to happen, but they did not. (laughs) And the universe sort of steered me in another direction. But with that, I think it was also just overall a lesson for me to learn in being patient with the process. You know, I had left a job, I had had all these life transitions happening, and I was expecting to just sort of hop from one chapter of life into the next chapter and immediately start up in January. But I do think I was meant to have those weeks as this in-between waiting room limbo time 
to actually just be with myself. And if you've ever been in this state, you can understand why I did not want to be in that state and why I was doing everything I could to distract and detach and keep busy. It's just so uncomfortable at times to be with yourself and to not have a constant schedule and routine keeping you on track, not to not have constant work to do and always busy and always have plans on the calendar and to always have like money flowing through. It's just, it's hard to be in this sort of in-between space when you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know when it's going to happen next. And it just feels like you're floating. I think for me, it's been the sensation of, I just haven't felt very grounded. I've been so caught up in my head the last few weeks wondering about what's next and when it's going to happen and what do I want to do and is that the right choice and blah, 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 that it's as though I've been suspended in the clouds floating around and I'm just craving some routine and structure and sort of that grounded feeling that you have when you've sort of settled in to a way of living and not settled in the sense of like, it's been a long time going and you know I I think there's like two types of settling there's sort of the settling when things sort of find their groove and you find your flow maybe that's it like you're living in flow and you have your routine your schedules and you're open and you're flexible but like you have this baseline for living and that can feel so good eventually if things start to shift and you don't shift with it it might feel like you're more so settling you know and Maybe things get a bit stagnant or boring, whatever it is. But all that being said, I'm just, I'm really craving that sort of flow state again in which I have these pillars throughout my week of either it's like specific hours I'm working or days I'm working, places I have to be, somewhere I have to go. I'm just, I'm missing that. And I mean, I guess maybe this is what I get. You know, I never went to college, so I never had sort of like the college experience or the post-college experience when you're in between one thing and the next and you're just like, what the fuck do I do now? I've just been working for the past five, six years and I'd have little moments in between jobs, but never this long, (laughs) never like for this extended amount of time. And so I am overall feeling rather restless and anxious about everything. But as I started this entire ramble with, I do think it is a test, a lesson, sort of a message from the universe, whatever you want to believe in, for me that I needed this time to get to know myself, to sit in the shit of life and to work through things. And honestly, since I've changed my perspective around from this all sucks to what can I learn from this or what is this trying to teach me, I've had so many revelations and realizations about what I want in life and who I want to be and the general direction of where I want to go next and I'm very grateful to have had those because honestly there's been a few opportunities that have come up lately and I think past me would have just jumped on them because I was just living in like fight or flight like anything is everything and I'll take what I can get and power through but the part of me that's starting to wake up a little bit and take note of 
what type of life do I actually want to live, was able to step back and evaluate and actually decide, I don't think this opportunity is for me. I think I'd get into it and it would, you know, fill the hole that I currently have in my like life. But eventually I would just like very soon, eventually, it just wouldn't be a fit again. And I'd find myself in another position that I didn't want to be in, trying to figure out how do I get out of this. And I think that can relate to work. It can relate to relationships, friendships, side opportunities, hobbies, commitments, whatever it is, right? Like so often we're presented with these opportunities. And if you're feeling or living in sort of like a lack mentality or a scarcity mindset, it can be so easy and tempting to just jump on it. I mean, whether it's, like I said, a work opportunity and trust me, your girl needs some money. (laughs) Like I am desperate in that regard. Or when it comes to a relationship, I swear sometimes somebody's nice to me and I feel myself getting like, wait, I wonder if I like them or if they like me. And I start going down this rabbit hole and I'm like, Emily, what the fuck are you doing? You're like so desperate, ready to jump on any opportunity that like, this one interaction you're already thinking you're already making it out to be more than it is or if it's you know like a little side like I I volunteered the other day at this local farm and I was like I'm going to do this every Friday and I'll do it for like this amount of hours blah 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 I was making this whole game plan and then after the first volunteer session I was like yeah I don't need to do this every Friday (laughs) but it was just that that testament of what it is when you're just feeling like you're lacking things in life or you're scared of the unknown or you're anxious about XYZ. It's just so easy to jump on opportunities and think of them and see them as the solution, the knight in shining armor, the band-aid to fix our wound. When in reality, I think we in those times could do good, it would do good to question and to be with ourselves and to say, and sort of think about what does this opportunity bring for me? Or what am I actually looking for in an opportunity of work or a relationship or a friendship or side hobby, whatever it is, right? And so, yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now. I'm just trying to believe and hold steady in my faith that what is actually meant for me and aligned is going to come through. And in the meantime, to not just jump on the bandwagon of something just because. I mean, fuck, even with like all the UGC stuff on TikTok, I mean, I'm a content creator. You know, I do sponsored content. That's already part of my role. I've never specifically been in the UGC realm just because I... Yeah, I typically would be doing sponsored on my page and their page, whatever. But even I got, I spent like weeks diving down the UGC rabbit hole until the one day, I kid you not, I just had the realization of like, I don't want to do UGC content. I I know this, this might sound petty, but like I take too much... I'm just like, I can't create content and just have a brand be posting it and then not get any credit. Like, it just hurts my soul. Like, if I'm creating content, I need to have an attachment to it or, like, an actual interest in it. And I usually want to be sharing it with my community. And so 
but once again, I'd been so caught up. I was so desperate looking for anything and everything. I was like, yeah, UGC, I'll do that. Dove down the rabbit hole, did all the stuff, blah, 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 blah. And maybe it was necessary for me to do all that to come to the conclusion of, oh, wow, I don't actually want to do this. But still, it would have been nice if I realized that before I did all the work and the time commitment and the stressing about how to become a UGC creator. Granted, if opportunities flow to me and they start coming to me easily, fuck yeah, I'll do it. But I am not going to be out there pitching myself and going down these rabbit holes and getting all like worked up about emailing all these brands, going down all that, right? I'm like, if it's meant to be, it'll be. And things will flow to me, brands will find me, I'll connect, whatever it is. But I just, it was that one day in which I forget like what even happened, but I just had the light bulb moment of, I don't want to do this. And I think a lot of us experience that once again in greater magnitude suddenly, whether we're in a relationship or it's at our job or a lifelong hobby we've been doing so, so long. And I think with that, we need the reminder that it's okay to change and it's okay to change our mind. There's been some other areas of my life lately in which I've realized I don't really know if this is aligned with me anymore. And when I had that realization, it was honestly kind of scary and immediately followed by these emotions of guilt, shame, like let down, anxiety, I don't even know, just like the concept of, well, I've been doing it for so long now and I've invested so much time and energy and effort into it and everybody knows I do it and it's, you know, it's part of my identity at this point, blah, 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 blah. Like all these reasonings for why I essentially should keep doing it or should stay in the field or should do XYZ. And thankfully, I'm at a point in my self-awareness discovery journey (laughs) that I can then counteract that with, well, I shouldn't be doing something because it's a should. Uh, If I choose to do something, that's very different. But if my reasoning to stay with this thing or to keep doing this thing or whatever it is that we're talking about here, whether it's being with somebody, doing a job, a side thing, why you continue to plan with this one friend or go to this restaurant, whatever it is, right? If the reasoning for doing it is stemming from a should, it might be time for reevaluation. And it doesn't always mean you have to cut it out of your life and move on, but I mean, maybe just question, bring some awareness around it. And if it's feeling like something that you're purely doing out of pressure, out of a should, out of, yeah, self-imposed pressure, essentially, maybe trying to find a way, is there a way to make it more enjoyable? Is there a way to make it more aligned with your lifestyle? And I guess I'll just share my actual example, but along with the UGC thing, it was about a week or so ago when I just realized I don't, I don't want to have so much of my focus and energy and life going into creating like streamlined content anymore and that was really scary to think and admit because I've been on Instagram and with this podcast and in this world of content creation for four or five years now and I truly do love it 
But I just realized when I had that realization that I just don't love the box I had put myself in and the self-imposed pressures and all the shoulds that I was feeling. Feeling as though I should be posting content more than I am. Feeling that I should be posting this more aesthetic, like, go viral, everybody loves it, sort of like, like, not even generalized. I guess, yeah, more generalized, broad stream content that everybody's doing. I should be doing more voiceovers. I should be doing more of those fonts. I should be doing more recipes. Oh, wait, no, I should be doing more lifestyle. Should, 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 should. All these things I think and feel that I should be doing. And all it's doing is driving me fucking insane because I'm not listening to my self, my intuition. And because of that, it's stunting my creativity and it's stealing the joy and it's making social media into such an energy suck for me. Not even social media, just like social media, content creation, all of it into such an energy suck for me because I've reduced it to this should, this thing on my to-do list, this thing with so much externalized pressure on it that the joy is gone. And when I thought through this all, I realized that I don't, have to stop content creation or social media like past versions of me thought maybe I should I just need to redefine my relationship with it I just need to finally accept that creating content is a passion and a joy and a creative pursuit of mine and what started as something that was so fun and anonymous, like I didn't even have my name on it, anything, but it brought me so much joy to share and connect and create. I love like filming and placing and like the creative process of it. Some people draw, some paint, some sing, whatever. I like to create in the kitchen and then on my phone camera. And even if it's, you know, I'm not like a professional, obviously. I'm a home cook and a home content creator, whatever it would be. But I love it and it's art to me. But somewhere along the lines, I lost that. I got so wrapped up in the shoulds and everything I saw going on around me that I became disconnected from like my truth and my actually aligned self with this aspect of my life. And so it was a very freeing thought, albeit scary, because I'm now in this stage of sort of thinking, well, what, what do I create now? You know, if I am going to truly listen to my intuition, how do I do that? You know, because I, I also don't want to be, I want to, I want to be able to show up and be consistent with my community while not being too planned about it and not being too constructed about it and just letting myself flow with it. But I know that I'm also not always in those flow and creative states. So I think what I'm going to do is create this sort of broad content plan and inspiration for every week or two weeks whatever it is and then when I feel myself having a creative day I'm just going to let myself create albeit that I have time with work and life and everything like that whether I have 30 minutes to an hour to a whole afternoon that's suddenly free I'm just going to let myself create And then I'll share it when I feel called to or when I have time or when the day aligns. But I'm just, I don't know, you know, it's, it's not my job. So I don't have to take it so seriously. 
And honestly, I'm thankful that I have a community and a space that is still like mine at the end of the day. I'm not, I don't have to abide by all these sponsorships or rules or depend on it to pay my bills. I mean, right now I, you know, any money is money while I try to find my next like cement job. But once I have the financial security locked down in the other parts of life, it will be so nice to just go back to like feeling like I can be purely creative and hopefully not worry about the numbers as much. I don't know. And honestly, what's been a big help in this has been TikTok. I never, I was like, I've only gone on TikTok within the last year. I was fighting it for the longest times. For some reason, I have this like innate drive in me that A, I do not like listening to like authority. I don't like being told what to do. Um, But then with that, I also, I've realized I just, that carries over to trends. Like if everybody else is doing something, for some reason, some part of me has to rebel by not doing that. And I love that for me great you know but also when it comes to fun things like tiktok i i just like put it off for so long because i was like oh it's a trend i don't need to be a part of that whatever it is but then also i think for the longest time there was so much negative talk about how tiktok was so stupid and blah 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 that i kind of felt shame about like if i were to get on it and so i felt like so cool to be able to say for the past i don't know two years during the pandemic like oh, I've never been on TikTok or like I've watched a few videos, but that's about it. Like I don't get on there. And I mean, part of it was also knowing that I would, I needed to work on my relationship with social media and how much time I spend on it before I got the addicting, as addicting of an app as TikTok. But once I felt in a good place with it and I sort of let those social pressures aside, I downloaded the app. I got on it, like I said, about a year ago. Wasn't on it too much. And then in the last few months, I've started like actually being on it. And guys, I fucking love it. I love TikTok because it is just, there is no shame. There is no boundaries. There are no, there's nothing holding me back besides my own limiting beliefs, inhibitions, like etc. etc. It's just like, I can have fun on it. I'm creating videos that, I feel have my like little sense of humor in them or they relate to my life. I don't know. It's just like a whole different side of content creation. And granted, I have a super, I have like 200 followers, so I can post whatever I want and it's fine. I understand that if you're on a larger scale, there's different pressures and I know there are some dark, dark sides to that app. But as of now, it's been super cool to be on TikTok and sort of reconnect to the joy of creating to film a stupid, funny little video and post it. And literally just because I'm laughing at my video and not truly caring what others think. But I mean, I'm sure like if I hopefully can grow the account a little bit, I'll start to care more and I'll put more effort into it. But for now, it's just been so fun to have fun with it. (laughs) Low stakes, low pressure. I don't know. It's just, it's the name of the game, I suppose. But yeah, so I really don't remember where I was going with all that, where that ramble started, but yeah, I think that was some pretty, (laughs) that was some pretty concrete uh, content right there for you on the podcast as well, I suppose. I was just free flow channeling there. I think I need to talk about this in therapy a bit more, but damn. Yeah, that's, that's the gist of things right now. 
I guess for the last few things that I'll share with y'all while I have you here listening captivated, and maybe you'll relate to this as well, but I think amongst, amongst everything else I've been moving through, there's also just been this increased pressure and anxiety around like myself and how I'm feeling like a little bit lonely and I'm not feeling great in my body right now. I'm also having a lot of gut problems, so that's not helping with feeling great in my body, body image, etc. And then on top of that, you know, not having a concrete full-time job right now, all these things, right? I'm just feeling, I've been feeling lots of (laughs) self-criticism cloud my mind. And especially in early January, I was, I was picking up on this in little ways, such as just more negative self-talk, feeling the urge to drink which I'm not a big drinker so if I start feeling that sort of urge of like I want to go out and drink I know that something's a little bit off inside (laughs) that's sort of like a little ding ding alarm bell for me and then there were just some other things you know just how it comes with body image and my relationship with food will shift slightly so I know there's been much more of this like sort of negative self-inflicted emotions feelings lately and I've been trying to work through that, but I have decided for a bit that I'm just, I'm not going to drink. I do not need alcohol messing with my mind any more than it is already struggling. I've decided that I just need to honor and respect my boundaries when it comes to, like, I just, I don't really want to be going out unless it's with very specific people that I know I won't feel pressured to drink around or I know they won't give me a hard time if I decide I want to go home early, whatever it is. Um, I've decided that I just want to be a bit more kind to myself and really work on this self-talk and the relationship I have with myself. It's just been, it feels like the universe is sort of testing me, you know, and seeing like, oh, will she start restricting food again? Will she start abusing exercise again? Will she take like this low ball job opportunity? Will she, you know, succumb to the the pressure of like, I don't know, going out when she really doesn't want to and drinking when she really doesn't feel like it and X, Y, Z. And I feel as though the last few weeks I've definitely not failed those tests, but I've definitely, it's been like that moment when you're about to make a decision and you can feel yourself waging, like which way do I go? And I would succumb and go back to old ways or old habits and I'd have the drink and then another drink or I'd say yes to going out and then immediately regret it or I, I'd i be a bit too controlly overthinking with my food or my body or whatever it was. And What's been interesting is that once I started to have this sort of mindset shift and honestly talk about it in therapy a lot, I have just decided to sort of treat this like a test. And when I feel the urge to sort of control my food or control my body through movement or clothes or whatever means, when I feel the urge in the spiral of like, Let's go down a rabbit hole of job searching and let's go through all my fine, like all these things, right, that aren't actually being beneficial to me. They're just my body's like, 
they're just my way of acting out or deflecting or distracting or spiraling, whatever it is. I'm just treating them as a test and I'm really seeing like, can I pass? Can I choose a new way of being and going about things and show myself and show the universe and show everything (laughs) that I can do it and I can work through these hard times and do it with grace and self-compassion and patience and hopefully then receive everything I'm calling in for myself, right? And so it's been interesting. It's taking a lot of pause and intentionality and awareness. I've been trying to do breath work every morning to start my day or if I can't, just taking little times throughout the day to breathe in deep, exhale it all out, sort of reconnect. I've been trying to prioritize my meditation more, long walks without distractions, talking with myself. I, you guys have heard me say it so many times, talking out loud to yourself is one of the best forms of therapy, journaling, uh, and just being open about things, whether it's through social media, with friends, you guys, my therapist, whatever. I just, I really don't want to distract or detach anymore. So I'm trying to work through this, move through everything with as much grace and self-compassion as possible. And I just hope that if any of you are going through something similar, you can as well. I would really hate for anyone to be moving through and struggling through things like I am right now, but I know, unfortunately, some of you, some of us probably are. And so I just hope this episode can bring you something to think about, something to take away, or maybe you know of someone in your life that needs something from this episode, whatever it is, I just, I do firmly believe that we are never alone, and what we're, what one of us is experiencing, someone else, if not many, many, many others are also experiencing, and that's the beauty of podcasts and social media, honestly, and just community in general, is connecting to people in all the ways that sometimes aren't visible as connections. So that's all. Happy heart times. Big gratitude. Thank you for listening. Hopefully this episode was not a giant flop of a ramble, but I'll trust that there's some little bits of insight and wisdom (laughs) within it all. So thank you for listening. If you enjoyed, I'd love to connect with you, chat. I'm on Instagram at Emily Feichels. I'm not always the best at DMs, but I promise if you message, I will keep an eye out, bump it up one or two times, and I will, I would just love to chat. So that's all. And if you feel called to leave a rate review, share on social media, share with a friend, it would mean oh so much. But either way, big love, big gratitude. I'll talk to you all next time. Bye.